The Shep Nas Podcast begins now. You're listening to the Shep Nas Podcast, a podcast at Shepherd Church. Everything we do here is to help people take their next step toward Jesus. This podcast is part of it. We want to help you engage daily in your spiritual development. Hey, today we're going to continue kind of our mini-series where we're looking at the measures at which we have kind of set aside of this is what we think a disciple of Jesus looks like, and it's kind of how we measure ourselves on if we're doing a good job at making disciples here at Shepherd Church. And so we've gone through this acronym called STRONG, and we have worked through the S, the T, the R, and the O, that's salvation, transforming culture, relationships, and our faith story. And today we're going to look at the letter N, and we're saying that that's the nature of a servant, that a disciple of Jesus has the nature of a servant. Um, That's kind of where we're going to kick off things today, and Pastor Rob is here to talk about that. So let's talk about what it looks like when we're talking about a disciple of Jesus, um, that if you're living in that life, in the kingdom of God, that you would have the nature of a servant. What does that mean? Yeah, so um, my favorite verse about, one of my favorite verses about Jesus is Mark 10, 45, and it says, um, for even the Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve others and to give his life as a ransom for many. And I think about Jesus uh, and who he was, and, and if, if anybody came to the earth uh, and deserved to be served, um, it was Jesus, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was the one who created us all, created the earth. I mean, literally the creator is coming to the creation <laughs> and hanging out, and he's serving things. And people, not things. He's serving people, um, but that's what he did. And even these are these words that I just read are red letter. I mean, they're the words that Jesus said. He's like, yeah. I, I didn't come here to be served. And the reason that Jesus was saying that is he was trying to set an example for his disciples, right? He's like, I I want you to know that you know if you want to be great in the kingdom, you got to be a servant. If you want to yeah. be first, got to be last, kind of deal. And he was saying that that we need to serve. And and so I think that. Uh, and I say this often that we're never more like Jesus than when we're serving others. Mm-hmm. Um, and oftentimes, I think, especially when you rise to the ranks of leadership, you feel like you know I should be, uh, people should serve me, or I'm important, or whatever, mm-hmm. or you know they're here for me. But Jesus didn't see it that way. In, in fact, think about this: the very one of the very last lessons that Jesus taught his disciples was about ser- serving, yeah. right? And it was in in the at the Last Supper after he'd had the meal. Um, he wanted to, he's like, it's like, you know, when you're getting ready to die, you say the things that are really important to you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And Jesus knew he was about to get arrested. He was not going to have the opportunity to have the audience of all the 12 the disciples and preach to them like it one more time. And the message that he told them was about serving. Yeah. And so after the dinner, he gets up and takes off his outer robe and wraps a towel around his waist and he goes to each one of the disciples and he puts their feet in a bowl and he washes their their feet. And Peter's even like, you can't do that to me. And, and you know, like Peter, <laughs> Peter being up. Peter. And Jesus is like, no, I'm doing it because yeah. I'm trying to make a point to you. And, you know, Jesus says, "I as I've done this to you, I want you to do this mm-hmm. to others. And and some of the things that we, we, we talk about when we talk about that story is that this job of washing feet, when there was a, when there was a servant in the house, or multiple servants, the, the job of washing feet was the job of the, the, the lowest, lowest mm-hmm. ranking servant. Yep. And you think about it, I mean, that was an, it's, not a, it's not a thing we do in our culture today because we all wear shoes and socks and all that other kind of mm-hmm. stuff, but they didn't wear, they wore sandals pretty much, um, and they walked on dirt roads, they didn't have blacktop and all that kind of stuff. So 
their feet were out in the elements and walking through mud, walking where animals have walked, walking mm-hmm. through the dirt and all this other kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And so when you go into the house, you wanted to be clean, and so they would wash their feet. And again, the lowest ranking servant had that job. And Jesus says, I'm doing this. I'm doing this for you. Mm-hmm. And I want you to remember this. I mean, I can only imagine how that was burned into their memory yeah. when um, Jesus was gone and they had the opportunity to serve other people. Mm-hmm. It was like, it was huge. Um, and so, again, we're never more like Jesus than when we're serving. Mm-hmm. And for us as a church, there's multiple places to serve. Uh, and, and I would say we want people to serve inside the church, outside the church, and around the world. And yep. so when we say inside the church, we're like, well, in order for us to run church, for us to have church services and mm-hmm. run programs, we need people to lead those, right? People to serve. So on a Sunday morning, there's maybe 50 people who are serving to make all mm-hmm. this happen from the children's ministry and yeah. greeters and coffee and worship and tech and online stuff and band and vocals and um you know, uh, Sunday school teachers and class teachers mm-hmm. and people cleaning the building, safety teams. There's all those things. Mm-hmm. Um, and we need people to do that so that we can have a safe environment for us to have our services. Um, but that's not the end of it. We don't want you to just come to church and serve right. on a Sunday. We don't, uh, want, we don't want people to hear that when we say we want you to find the purpose God has for you, that the chief end purpose is that you would hold the door on Sunday morning Right. We think that's a great it's a great thing. It's we would love for every Sunday that when people arrive at our campuses that they would be greeted by a friendly face and a warm handshake. But it is yeah. not the chief end purpose that you've been put on this earth for. Yeah, and, and it, it's important and it's absolutely and, and, the, and absolutely. God calls people to do it. But there's there's more than just yeah. serving here in the church. So like because if when if I talk about serving as a pastor, then maybe what you just think I'm saying is like, I, I have holes in the <laughs> in the church and we need to fill them and just plug mm-hmm. them with somebody who'll do something. That's not really what it is. What that's part part of it. So we want that. Yeah, but the other absolutely. piece is that that I know that if you have a relationship with Jesus, God gave you a spiritual gift when you got saved. Mm-hmm. And the spiritual gift that he gave you is a supernatural capacity to do something for him in the kingdom of God. And it very well could be to serve in the church, but it's also to serve outside the church. Yeah. Because when when Jesus served, he served the disciples, he served those who were a part of the church, but he didn't just he didn't just serve um, th- those people. He served everyone. He served everybody, whether they were mm-hmm. part of the kingdom or not. He served Jews and he served Gentiles. Hi, Graham. Hi. How are you? Good. We had a visitor who showed up today. It's Graham. Good to see you, buddy. He said, good to see you too. (laughs) All during the season of Lent, we are reading through the Gospels as we draw closer to Easter. We invite you to join us. Download the Shep Naz mobile app from your app store or go to shepnaz.org forward slash Lent. There you will find links to scripture for each day with a few breaks along the way in case you need to catch up. So we're talking about that that we don't just want you to serve somewhere in the church. We want you to serve outside the church. Yeah. And and your spiritual gift can dictate what you do in the church, but also outside the church. One of these days, we're going to get there to this place that mm-hmm. for me, discipleship is not just helping people to learn some of the basics of their faith. Yeah, It is learning what God has put you mm-hmm. here to do. And a lot of that has to do with where you serve. I remember I was a part of a... Um, uh, church planting uh, for uh, dynamic church planting international where they we talked about this stuff and they had talked about 
the discipleship plans that churches had, and they they had everybody come up, and we were working on this big group project, and it was like, you know, if you were to disciple someone from nothing to full disciple, what's the process, and then what is the, and what had come out of that was basically everybody in the room. The chief end goal of our disciple making process was church board members. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's, not, that was the, that's not inspiring to anybody. Because that was the highest. That was the highest level of leadership that we could possibly give somebody. Yeah. And what we realized was our disciple, our disciple making things were so inward focused that it was yeah. only benefiting the church and not the world, right. like God had called us to. Yeah. Yeah, and I think if somebody is serving the Lord, you could serve the Lord in in the public schools in, Absolutely. in the community uh, on on city councils and other organizations, you know, T-ball and soccer clubs yeah. and basketball and baseball, uh, any anywhere. What, and here's the other thing is that God has given everybody a passion that goes with their spiritual gift. Mm-hmm. And so that passion kind of tells you where you would want to serve. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I just think that's a really important deal. So we, we want people to serve in the church, but ideally like the best disciple making mm-hmm plan is going to say why has god made you and why has he put you here and 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 it and it involves serving in the church mm-hmm. but not just serving in the church Absolutely. there's somewhere else and so I, I hope that we'll get to a point where we can help everybody understand that what that is for them mm-hmm. and if you're curious about that and you want to talk about that some more yeah. please call i would yeah. love to Let talk us to you know about that. that's super exciting to me yeah. i mean we do have we do have gaps that need filled in the church but yeah. at the same time it's not all about that it's about you and what God has done doing in your life or whatever. Mm-hmm. So we say inside the church, outside the church, and around the world. And I would I would love for everybody who's a part of our church to have the opportunity to travel somewhere to another culture to serve because what happens when you do that is it broadens your horizons and yeah. helps you to know and understand that what God is doing is the church is a lot more than just mm-hmm. the corner of 425 South Hamilton Road and Rocky Fork. It's yeah. it's it's a global church, and that's what we talk about, you know, in our podcast and other things. Mm-hmm. So we're excited about that, and we do have an opportunity coming up. Um, I know we have some people who are going later this month to Ecuador, um, and they're going to be serving uh, on a mission trip. But in the summer of 2025, we are planning a trip to. Um, Uganda, yeah, uh, absolutely. And if you would be interested in that, we'd be visiting with in the Watoto village. Mm-hmm. Um, and Brianna is going to be leading that up with Joshua, who is from there. His mo- mother still lives there. Mm-hmm. Um, so that would be an opportunity as well. And then we'll try to have other opportunities as well. We've yeah. talked about maybe something in Cuba. I don't know if that's going to work out, but we'll we'll continue to do that. Yeah. We, we used to do that a lot more. COVID kind of slowed us down. Kind of trying to crank that back up. But, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so serving inside the church, outside the church, and around the world, mm-hmm. and then just understanding what your your gift is and using it to mm-hmm. gl- glorify and honor God. So, yeah, that's the when we talk about the nature of a yeah. servant. That's what we're talking about: being yeah. like Jesus because He served. Yep, yeah. taking on the humility of of Jesus, and yeah, you know, making yourself low. I the um, the picture of that foot washing is so powerful, and um, one of the things that we um, that I really appreciate about time that I've spent in um, ministry was when we would take teenagers to, um, we would take teenagers often to a mission trip in Nashville, Tennessee, and we would stay at Trevecca Nazarene University. If you've not been on the Trevecca campus, um, the thing that greets you at Trevecca's campus is this 
um, probably 15 foot sculpture of Jesus with a towel and a basin mm. and the, the kind of moniker under it saying like, do as I've done. Uh-huh. And we would have our small group time with our youth group out there after the service each night under that statue and kind of helping students understand that, you know, Jesus came as a servant King and that's what he's called us to be. And that yeah. nature of a servant that we're taking yeah. on is this nature of a, of a humble servant yeah. that is willing to do the things to help other people. Um, the things that nobody wants to do, the things that aren't glamorous, um, but are the things that will help kind of propel yeah. people toward the kingdom. Yeah. And that's what we think that if if you are following Jesus and you are truly making strides in your journey toward Jesus in this yep that you would take on that nature. Yeah. Yeah, one last thought is I you know, we've talked about the chosen on here before. There's one mm-hmm. an episode and I don't have any idea which one it was, but I remember it was just one of those days that Jesus was out healing people and ministering to them mm-hmm. and at the end of the day he came back and laid down in his tent and like didn't even he just just laid down and <laughs> he just died you know I mean, he didn't die but yeah. like, like just was wiped out mm-hmm. and serving is hard sometimes mm-hmm. and it was just a really good image to me when I think when Jesus said I didn't come to be served but to serve yeah. that's the image I see of him of just wiped out at the end yeah. of the day because he was giving and giving and giving and to be a Christian is to be like Jesus yep. and to do that. And so it's not just about our comfort. It's about getting out of our comfort zone and serving others regardless of their needs, mm-hmm. and the, especially the ones we can help meet. So, yeah. That's good. Well, that's going to wrap up our episode today. And there you have it. It's the nature of a servant. It's one of the ways that we can decide, we can kind of see if we're making a difference and we're becoming more like Jesus, that we would have that nature of a servant, a humble, a humble person who is doing the things that Jesus would do. So we hope you keep listening, keep locked in on this. Tomorrow we're going to look at one more piece of this puzzle, and it's called generosity. So we hope that you come back for that. If you have any questions or comments, you can get a hold of us, podcast at shepnaz.org. If you're looking for places to serve inside or outside of the church, let us know. You can get a hold of us at that email. But thanks for listening. Have a great day. This podcast is a production of the Shepherd Church of the Nazarene, Gehenna, Ohio. Email to podcast at shepnaz.org and let us know what you think.